Do spooky, scary skeletons send shivers down your spine? We're here for you. I'm Joe. I'm Matt. Hey, I'm Trevor. Um, I just I want to stop for a sec because I have mm-hmm. a really we dropped the ball, guys. We made a really big mistake. Oh no! Um, what have we done? What did we do? June twenty second passed, and we didn't celebrate Summerween whatsoever. <sighs> and I know for one, I don't want to get devoured by anything spooky, scary, or skeletal. Mm. Um. So I just want to make a formal mm. apology to all the ghouls and goblins out there. That's that, a very good point. Yeah, we did not appease this year. My bad. We're very sorry. Um, we'll one of us will die yep. next summer waiting to appease you. Dibs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I. It's done. I thought we were gonna fight the pact for the death sealed. with Gravity Falls knowledge, but okay. Um, today, if you couldn't guess. By that awkward intro. We are talking about Spoopy Sperry Spellingtons and uh, the episode Summerween, which is episode number 11 of 12. Uh, season one. 12? Oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. So, okay. so, I think you've kind of messed the up the episode all of number them. wrong every episode for like, like six Even in episode row. one, you were thing. like, this is episode two. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is, yep. like, this See, is our been, first episode. How I've been doing it episode since episode one, so it's on purpose, and it's a quirk, and it's a part of the show. Uh, Just letting you in behind the scenes oh, right there. Oh no, episode 12, Summerween. Um, this we're, episode is kind of the opposite for me personally um, from like the last two episodes, which I had very low expectations for and then came in and was completely blown away. This one I had higher expectations for, and it fell a little bit short of those. So, but I was talking to you a little bit before, Matt, and yeah. you were super liking yeah. it. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this episode. Um, I do think by the third time I started to notice some of those shortfalls, so um, I think one of the recent episodes I gave like a an A plus two and you guys worked me down to like an A, A minus. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. probably in the same um, category for this episode. Um, mm. But you guys didn't have to work me down to to an A, A minus area. I'm kind of I'm kind of around there uh, because I do certainly see some of the flaws Um maybe one or two things that are overused tropes, a couple mm. situational jokes that aren't really going with the flow. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I came into it definitely really excited, but not as excited as Trevor, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I <laughs> love this episode, but I'm also really with Joe and I don't, I don't know what's going to be for the same reason, the reason, like, my gripes with the episode is that they didn't put enough Halloween in here. Like, you had so many opportunities. Mm. Your gravity falls. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I love the monster storyline. I love the monster. I love all the characters. I love everything that happens in this episode. It's good. But there could have been so much more. I was really upset when I was looking for Easter eggs, like, the other day. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? Is there anything I missed? Mm-hmm. And I Googled it, mm. and there was literally just nothing. And the thing yeah. is, I found things that other people didn't find, and I don't even know if they're Easter eggs. They're just, they might just be coincidences. Hmm. So, but yeah, That's like very true. They it could have been more Halloweeny. They could have mm-hmm. paid homage to all kinds of great. Like you're stuff, gonna tell me, but you're gonna tell me you're not gonna you're not gonna take this is Halloween from before Christmas yeah. and make mm. a this is Summerween parody from it. Mm. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, I, I didn't notice anyone in, like, a Jason hockey mask or anything like that. I, it was very and, playful. And, 
Yeah. It was very And playful. the thing is, they're like, oh, they love some, they love Halloween so much, they celebrate it twice. They celebrate Little Kitty Halloween twice? Like, we've literally seen, like, monsters eating people, like, multiple times throughout the series. There were wax figures mm-hmm. that wanted to behead you. Mm-hmm. But now we get to Halloween, and we all have to wear, like, family-friendly costumes. Like, I just, I think I wanted it to be more Halloween trope and darker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than it actually was. Don't get me so, wrong, though. Don't get me wrong. I love the trickster. The trickster might be my yeah. favorite villain, like, in the series I've seen so far. So. Yep. So you're you're yeah. saying you would maybe prefer the term of the, uh, not term, the tone of the inconveniencing in this yeah. episode more than yes. the, the. If this was a large scale inconveniencing, I think I would have been a lot more happy with it. Mm. That's a good thing. And there are parts of it for me where it feels like that and it gets that very like horror feel and it's really good for like a couple seconds. So for me, um, there are some episodes that uh, or some shows, I guess, in general where episodes can be hit or miss. For me, this episode is hit and miss, which is worse than it just being a bad episode. Mm -hmm. Because there's parts of this that I love so much and that they do so well, um, like the music and certain like just camera angles. But then there's also just screw ups like bad animation um, and just like dumb jokes that aren't funny when there was a perfect place to make a funny joke. And just other things like that where they just completely fall short. There's so also just a super big plot hole that I hate. So we'll, oh, I'm sure we'll, there we'll is. To that. <laughs> okay. So for me... Uh, I don't know. For me, it's not an A. So I like Trevor's um, scale, and I wish we had just figured this out before we started, of like A episodes are ones that when you're showing someone the show, these are the Mm -hmm. episodes that you show them. For me, oh, God, no, I don't. If I showed this one as a first episode, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't watch the show if this was the first episode. Yeah, if I showed somebody, I was like, you got to watch this, the best episode, they wouldn't watch another episode. It's like, oh, that was cool, but you know what I mean? It's like, and here's the thing, like when when mm -hmm. autumn rolls around, you know, when fall mm-hmm. like starts to get into swing, and I, and I whip out all my like spooky, scary skeleton movies. I don't really think of this one. I go like immediately for Over the Garden Wall or mm-hmm. um like like Never for Christmas. I don't yeah. go for this one. This just kind of skips yep. my mind because it's forgettable. Now, in my mind, coming back to this episode, I was super excited though because I thought it was better because I think I do like the trickster, and there are certain things yeah. in here that I love. Yeah, me too. I think that's the mm-hmm. problem, though, because I remember, like, I didn't like Fight Fighters when I first saw it, and I didn't yeah. like, um, what was the last episode we watched? Um, uh, Little Dipper? That's a good question. Little there we go. I didn't like either yep. of those episodes, and I ended up really yep. liking them this time. I really mm-hmm. liked this episode when it aired. So, like, mm-hmm. watching it again, I was like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good, like Joey said, the good parts are really, really, really good, but then the bad parts are just kind of there, and they're just dead potatoes, yep. and I'm like, well, I don't want yep. these dead potatoes, <laughs> like, <laughs> got the eyes all over them, and yeah. green's growing out, but it's still dead, they yeah. smell like bad, dead potatoes. Um, So, I am interested, because I... The way you guys are talking about it, I didn't see as many wrong things about it. That's why I'm cool. still in the A range. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't use the term "I'm excited" for you to talk about it because because <laughs> it's gonna feel bad. You're going to the B I, zone, brother. I, oh my <laughs> Taking you right down to Pain Town. <laughs> yeah, I'll Welcome I'll be a little bit hurt, but oh my gosh, be, I'll, my feelings will probably be a little stung at the end of it. Oh, uh, yeah, but I'll I'll get I'll get the rest. Yeah. Oh, because it's a B. 
It's a B. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. Hold on. Before we go any further, let's like mm-hmm. let's solidify our scale right now. A is mm-hmm. an episode we would like. So everybody listening knows. Everybody listening knows. Yep. Okay. If we say A, like A plus, first off, is a perfect episode. This is an episode we show somebody immediately. If we say yes. A and we're introducing somebody new to the series, this is an episode that we're like, hey, this is good. Watch this one. If we say yep. B, it means it's pivotal. It's good. It's very Gravity Fallsy. Like, watch it. It's it's definitely one of the ones you don't want to skip over when you're going through your first playthrough. If it's C for me, that's like, you can probably pass this. Like, first mm-hmm. watch through, watch it because it's there. But like, you're on your second and third, just, just pat. Man. Yeah. And if it's yeah. an F, then just, you know what? Delete it from your hard drive and then <laughs> set your hard drive on fire and then send it to me and I'll repair it for you. I can't do that, but I collect burnt hard drives. <laughs> I have a whole nice. cornucopia of them. That's true. He has his pop figures right behind him and all of his burnt hard drives right in front of what him. What do you think is holding them up? My walls are yeah. built of burnt hard drives. Oh my gosh. I live in a burnt hard drive house. Oh goodness. So did you have a chance to do a synopsis oh, or I mean, shall I quick synopsis? Because I have like the whole plot here. Because I only I've put plotted synopsis out another thing back on like that, my burgers every now you know and then. I'm not Let me see how saucy I can make this synopsis. Okay. Because oh, because the notes that I've taken are have pretty mm-hmm. much been synopsis. Nice. Um, Sauce it up. So raw sauce. Um, we start <laughs> no out ketchup. with the Pines family raiding a Halloween store because it is summerween. If you listen if you haven't caught on by now gravity falls is probably not the show for you and i don't know how you got here um but the, it is summerween the favorite holiday of um the mystery twins um going back for years they have dressed up as twins so the pines family raids their local costume halloween store comes on back theme song do 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 um, and then we get to the Pines household where, uh, Dipper, Mabel, everyone is, we're all having a blast. And Seuss, of course, though, being the wise older person that he is, warns the twins of the Halloween trickster who comes for children, um, who do not have the summerween spirit. So right at that time, there's a knock on the door and who comes in, but not the trickster, uh, Wendy and her boyfriend, Robbie, um, who come in, invite Dipper to a party because of course he wouldn't be trick or treating. Cause that's, that's for kids. So immediately Dipper has this conflict and we continue. And there's another knock on the door which Dipper opens. It's a tall guy who's trick-or-treating. He shuts the door on because he is not in the summerween spirit because he wants to go to the party. He doesn't want to go trick-or-treating with Mabel and Grenda and Candy. You, you don't have to do every door open and door close. Yeah. You can just kind of say the summerween okay, trickster. Okay, surprise, it's the summerween <laughs> trickster. Yeah. And because of he, Dipper's lack of summerween spirit, he says, mm-hmm. unless... They collect 500 pieces of candy. He is going to end their lives. He doesn't specify it. He shows no, it, but he but doesn't he does specify say, it. Yeah. He does say trick or treat or he die. Does also, trick or treat or die. He does also eat the real hero of the story while this he is did happening. He a small child. He swallows Gorney. So. They don't take him seriously, so he eats Gorney. Yep. 
Yep. I'm waiting. So then they go. I'm waiting so for happens. Summerween two though. Gorney's Revenge two oh, come out. Yes, I like it. Is he the trickster now? Yes. How do you so, know how it works? Oh boy. Um. So it continues. They go out finding the candy. Of course, Dipper runs into Wendy and Robbie again, and because of that, they lose the candy. The Summerween trickster comes. There's a chase scene. Mm-hmm. They eventually get back to the store where they started, which is interesting because it's not often that we return to the location that we were in the pre-credits intro scene. Um, but we can definitely talk about that. So they end up defeating the Halloween Summerween trickster um, in excellent fashion. And Dipper ends up feeling bad that he was going to abandon his sister and they reconcile and we end the episode with a wonderful scene of the pines extended family enjoying Mm -hmm. horror movies in the mystery shack nice sweet so that's the episode see you guys next week that's perfect that's all we do here we just summarize so and the hit or miss um structure of it if i can just go through and real quick just like broad shotgun list off all the hits and the misses in this episode for me personally yeah. i categorized and made a little flow chart and a timeline nice feels that very shotgun. good so starts off first shot is bad animation the first shot we have oh. is just like static people with just their eyes and mouths moving and it's really low quality and it's not good and it's like it's those creepy people who don't move from like episodes one and two yeah they've come back it and they've haunted to, um, this episode again dipper versus manliness i'm already hitting my mic and mm. anger it's already started um <laughs> dipper versus manliness that we've talked about this before how the way mabel looks when she's sitting in the yeah uh, booth the with him. she's just a yep, static yep. character who doesn't blink and doesn't yep. do anything um that's what everybody looks like in the beginning of this episode and it really takes me yeah. off yeah Hmm. It's it's really bad for about 30 seconds. She's going back and forth from Dipper to Stan. And there also just is something off with Stan's shoulders for me. Really, it's a really weird cold open. They're just in the back of the car talking. Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with the open. They could have done it decently. Um, like the cold op- or the opening isn't necessarily the most important of a Gravity Falls thing. Um, but they didn't do it well. So yeah. it starts off bad there. But then I love the supermarket scene and all of them just goofing off. I think they did that. I enjoyed that personally, and the stand bucks and the I hate Summerween. There's, I enjoyed there's a that. huge Easter egg here. Um, they yep. run past, they run past. Um, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they run past a shelf, a thing of, of masks. masks. Yep, and it's uh-huh. it's it's the cast. Yeah, like it's all of their faces made into masks. And put, I thought that was so cool. Yep. That was a that's cool really little cool. like nod yep. that they threw in there. I thought it was really cool. I like that. But yeah, I like stand so, bucks, and I like not today because mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. smoke bombs in like every episode for the last three episodes. So I'm just glad he just keeps it's doing always it. Always good. <laughs> so they get out. I like that. Then you go back to the shack. Blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. When they show the submarine twixter, like twixter, <laughs> trickster. That's um, haunting, like from the bush, and you see from his perspective, he's like, <sighs> that's good. And then he opens the door, and the camera shoots down from the top, making me. Rewatching this episode for the first time, preparing for this, I forgot that Wendy and um, Robbie show up. Yeah. So I thought that was the mm-hmm. submarine trickster because of I just that camera angle and the lead up. And so that was scary. And that was good. Can we um, pause for a business. second and go back? 
Yep. Because yep. yes, Seuss. You know how Seuss gives away the episode immediately. Yep. Yeah. He overdoes it this time. He mentions the trickster and then he hands them a bowl of loser candy. Mm, I was. I was that's something I, I found that was. Yeah, really I've cool. got some more he just to that, like, and I'd like it. to ask you guys both about that. Uh, how I feel about sand pops. I'm no of, of ways that we've criticized yes. past episodes and how there's mm-hmm. similarities in this episode and how you guys feel about mm. it. So I, I cool. actually have like two of those locations. But yeah, continue with your sweet, shotgun sweet. blast. Okay, I'm just trying to shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> right. I'm shotgunning marmalade right points, now. I know. I know. I know. Okay. We can come back. I'll run through it. I can go back to the top, and we can work our way through again. I like. I like. So. So we start off bad animation, then we go to a good supermarket scene, then we have a good jump scare, we have Business Waddles, who is incredibly cute, yes. and then they just, they miss a, a joke, they say, file it under eye, for I have a curly tail, which is not funny at all, no. I did not laugh at all, I hate it, and it's such a good opportunity. Then, um, you go to the Dipper slamming the door on the monster, which I found funny, <laughs> and I liked that a lot, um, and then he eats Gorney, which, like, raises the stakes really well, yeah. shouts remember me, then trick or treat or die, I love, because that's so stupid, then <laughs> you have, um, Stan's, uh, they go out and trick or treat, Stan with the uh like horror youth i'll call them um when his face melted the first time i saw this episode i w- i had no idea what was going on i was like what is happening what is this Same here. i was really um not this time but like back whenever i watched this then um you have you get to see all the citizens of the town doing their trick-or-treating that's a really good thing then uh you go back to the trickster on the light post mm-hmm. and like oh. going down onto Seuss, and that's legitimately scary. I then shudder. you have um, a montage, which is really good, but then the montage like ends on another bad joke of Toby Determined that just doesn't land at all and isn't funny again. Um, then you start coming back to good things. Um, you fight the trickster, then Seuss shows up. And I personally like the way that he kind of just deus ex Seuss, um, dissolves the tension (laughs) and then allows it to build up again. So I think that they did that decently well. And then they have the store scene, which is legitimately scary. And then you have the, um, like heartfelt talk, which is great. But then you have Seuss just like has to push the skull thing, which wasn't very convincing plot wise for me. But then it goes back to the batteries, which I love the fact that he just opens up a pack of batteries there. And then he gets eaten whole in another really good scene. Then, um, ex- uh, et cetera, et cetera. Seuss busts out of his chest, which I love, but they reuse the, um, same sound clip, which I don't love and then he says shop bro which completely like breaks anything but then um they continue continue and then the dude starts crying and he says like the crying makes it a little weird but i guess i'm still eating which is i may be my favorite joke and then gorney shows back up and triumphantly says i have been traumatized which is great (laughs) so you're back to good again then uh in the ending scene you have uh they're all gathered around uh-huh. dipper just puts a band-aid on mabel and that like almost as much as anything else in the episode just is really good and good character development and conclusion and it's really nice and then you have the pure evil laughter thing which didn't really do anything for me and then you have i ate a man alive tonight and then you go to waddles so it's just jumping back and forth from like good stuff that okay. made me happy and was like good story but then you just have bad mm-hmm. you just have really bad from like the waddles joke that isn't funny the bad animation in the beginning um the toby determined joke that just breaks the montage which is usually the best part of the episode just about and it completely rips that apart and then just seuss like just really having to touch the, like uh, 
I don't know. There's there's so much good in this episode, but mm. it fails so many times that it breaks it for me. I want before we talk about anything else. I want to defend yeah. Sue's touching the skull. Okay. I hate that. I personally yep. hate that. I hate when somebody does that. It makes no sense. It looks like it's out of character. It is so in character for Seuss, it's not even funny. <sighs> okay. Think so about Seuss. I agree. Think about I Seuss. Agree. Hold on. Be- before I say anything else, think about Go. Seuss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a loyal dog. Yeah. Whatever he's okay. done in that That's episode, fair. he is more than go. He's going to do it again. Think about him at the carnival. Mm-hmm. He literally just worked the entire time during carnival. Just the whole yeah. time. Walked on work because he was told to work. Huh. And then when he finds something he likes, he sits there and he does it. Think about He's a loyal dog. He, yeah. He's going to walk up to him and go, ha I like that, and just hit it a whole bunch. The reason, the thing I think is stupid is that he gets batteries and he opens a battery pack. There are a thousand of them there. You do not need a mm-hmm. battery pack, sir. Yeah, that's true. So I hate, I hate yeah. that scene. I hate that it's a plot mm-hmm. point. I hate that it's pivotal. Mm-hmm. I hate that. But I think Seuss was being in character. I wish it was something else. I wish it was literally anything else besides that. Yeah. Also, I, I will hate those give, skull bowl things. They're so stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will give a reason at the end of the episode when we go to favorite jokes of why that scene improves in, in my book. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, I, I really liked the uh, funny skeletons when I first <laughs> watched the episode. I really liked that and actually like was fine with that plot point, but rewatching, I just didn't like it. So yeah, there's the, not a ton sense. of horror tropes in here, but can we talk about the few that there are? Oh sure. Yeah. So so besides, first off, the the one of my favorites, Joey mentioned it. Trickster watching the window. It is so yeah. '80s slasher flick yep. horror. I love it, and I love the yeah. angles they use because they remind me of '80s horror movies. Cool. I like that. Um, a few little horror Easter eggs. Melting in the face. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they open the other cover, uh, the Nazi face melt off. Same exact like kind of thing. Like, that's what, where it hits me. Is where I think. Yep. Um. Yep. The only thing I don't like is they use the same reference twice. The Waddles busting out of Grungle Stan's yeah. chest and um, Seuss, Seuss out busting out of the monster, which are both mm-hmm. from Alien. Also, mm-hmm. this is going to be a really big stretch. Okay, mm-hmm. this is going to sound really big. But I think Gorney is a reference to Sigourney Reaver, who is iconic for the Alien movies. I 100% oh. agree with that. I am 100% yeah, I like on board with it. I like it. Because, like, yep. Gorney is such a weird name, and I was like, why does it this is. ring a bell with me? And I was like, oh, Sigourney uh, Weaver. She's freaking uh, the alien franchise by itself. Not to mention she's in a ton of other, like, spooky, scary movies. So, true. there's that. And then, that's the thing, though. Like, you have this up to up to that scene. Everything spooky goes away unless the trickster is doing it. So, everything with the trickster, yeah. I freaking love. I, I love the way he walks around. I love how weird he is. I love how he has... Mm-hmm. I, the only time I don't like him is when he gets an origin story, because I hate when monsters get origin stories. Mm. That bothers mm-hmm. me. But I like who he is up to that point. Also, according yeah. to like canonical lore, he's killed people, like mm-hmm. literally killed three people. Did you guys ever play the um, Oh Pines Quest, the game online? Nope. Nope. There's a not. there's a part with a trickster in it, and there are three graves, and they are labeled for oh Jeffrey Fresh. Jeffrey Fresh. Byron and Rosie, and on the graves it says "ran afoul of a trickster." Um, those wow. three people wait are the three teens who caused those inconveniencing, the inconveniencing, th- and oh they're also gosh. the three people who threw the garbage candy into the dump. Yup, the and then high five. Yep. I love that scene. So he apparently uh-huh. he apparently like straight up killed them. They're apparently dead. Wow. So that I thought that was cool. That was really cool. I like, also, awesome. I really like that he's made of throwaway candy. 
I like yeah. I love yeah. I love the trickster so much. Also, um he is no face from Spirit Away. Yeah. I love that reference. Directly, directly referencing No Face. Mm-hmm. When he transforms uh, to his second form and he's this big, huge mm-hmm. monster bawling around after Seuss hits him. Yep. That's No Face. Um, he's, he's No Face. In Journal 3, uh, there's Ooh, a reference to, to him as Mr. Faceless and it has his picture and it says he's from the anime, the cranky girl who did chores in Spirit Town. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, I love... The horror references. I love the anime references. I love mm-hmm. the trickster. I just wish there was more of it because I feel like we don't have enough yeah. of it. I feel like yeah. every time like the trickster is not on the screen, it just cuts to this weird Gravity Falls episode that kind of is following its plot because it has to. Yeah. So one thing I do like that um, ties the whole episode together, like no love, yeah. is the music in this episode. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's phenomenal. So shout out to Brad Breek, and I'd like to take just like a couple minutes to talk about him because this dude, for me, I think takes Gravity Falls to the next level. Like you take away the good music and you have a show. I don't know. You have kind of like discount Rick and Morty. Yes. Yeah, so, oh gosh. Makes sense. If, if I yeah. can interject, I think the music yeah. is part of what made the buildup of the trickster being this monster so, so good. So I mean, the animators yep. and the storyboarders definitely did their part in how he's revealed. But this is one of the best reveals of a monster that I've experienced in Gravity Falls, and the music played a mm. huge part of it. I have. I was more afraid of the trickster watching this than I have been of any other character in Gravity Falls. That, again, yeah. is an 80s horror trope. Mm-hmm. Um, dun, 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 yep. dun, 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 uh, dun, 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 Music makes the monster. Uh, think, so of, think of uh, Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. All yep. these characters have, they have sound cues. They have a mm-hmm. good villain has his own soundtrack. Also, remember, yes. here's the thing. This is what separates a good like horror movie from like this episode. Um, a horror movie isn't about the victims. It is about the monster. You focus yes. on the monster. The horror, the, the, the victims are just there to tell his story. Mm-hmm. This focuses on the victims and the monster plays around their story. Mm. So that's like one of my issues with it. So, hmm. but yeah, like good music really makes an episode and I love it because that's another really big thing for me here is it reminds me of 80s horror. Mm hmm. So, yeah, he, um, I listened to the whole soundtrack as I was uh, like organizing all my notes and all throughout it. There's just little like and just like things like that just thrown in, even at just like random little transitions or things like that. And it's just the small things so much that just build up and make this great episode. So if you haven't checked out Bad Bad Breek, Brad Breek, B-R-A-D, B-R-E-E-C-K. I think it's Breek. Maybe it's, it's Brad. It's Breek. I think it's Breek. Is it Breek? Yeah, okay. Brad Breek. So uh, all this stuff is up on SoundCloud. Well, not all of his stuff, but all the stuff I think he can legally put there. So like the full soundtrack for every single Gravity Falls episode, for example. And it's phenomenal. So he he got his start on Shorty McShorts Shorts, which was a TV series oh of... Did you watch that, Trevor? Yeah, I remember it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So that, that was back in 2006. Yeah, they weren't um, full episodes either. They aired yeah. in between uh tv shows or something like that okay if i remember correctly i cool. think maybe or maybe there was that something they did every now and then i can't remember but so i he, remember i remember seeing it before 
Huh. So he was co composer on that, and then he was um, uh, composer on like some random cartoons uh, and a couple like movies and a video short, and then a TV movie, and then he really came into his prime. Doing Gravity Falls, to be honest, um, you can tell the difference just between the soundtrack of the first episode and the soundtrack of this episode. There's a huge improvement, mm -hmm. and it's really cool to see. Also, though, he also does the music for, Matt, you're going to like this, Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja. What? No way. Yup. He's the composer on Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja. So, Trevor, nice. have you ever seen Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja? Not that I can recall. Matthew oh. has like half of his English language taken from this show, or he did That's for a while. True. For like yeah. a long Why? while. I don't like know what the cheese. What the cheese ever saying? Yep. Yeah. So it's just like is that why you scream? Honestly, what the juice? Literally always. Yes. What the yes, juice what is, is what also juice. another one. Yes, is from there. I never. So he's been saying that to me for fifteen yep. years, and I have no yep. idea why. Yep. It's from my well, like my head like off. six I'm six years because Randy like Cunningham is that started old. in 2012. <laughs> I don't listen. But, He's been saying it since before the show. Yes, yeah, so I thought that would make you happy. Oh, that it, does. Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja, is a tragically it's tragically lost to history show. Um, <laughs> it's it's incredibly random, incredibly fun. But we're not talking about it. But nonetheless, I thought that'd make you happy. So he's done that. He's also now working on We Bear Bears. Oh, and, I love We um, Bear Pickle Bears. And, Pickle and Peanut. Um, so he made the song. Um, like uh, oh, what is it? Like the love one? Uh, like baby, you, you make sunshine or something. Whatever it is, it's a famous We Bear Bears song. I guess. Oh boy! But nonetheless, I I love Brad Breek and his work. And if you are making a cartoon, I would highly recommend hiring him. You're welcome, Brad. So, man, he he like bumps this up to, I think a C plus for me. Maybe a, just because the like it's a, I enjoy this episode, yeah. but it's not one I want other people to watch and think this is Gravity Falls. So. Um, I actually have a proposed solution for an edit to Gravity Falls that uh, is a two birds with one stone thing. Okay. So one was my, well, kind of Trevor's complaint mainly about not enough Halloween things. So this will solve this and add actually the, the person I mentioned, Jason, um, yep. like hockey mask, as well as the um, get rid of the repetition of the aliens reference. So that second mm -hmm. time that Grunkle Stan is on the porch, instead of waddles coming out of his chest, it should be Grunkle Stan comes out, but it's actually yes, the wax figure of him. It. And Grunkle Stan is behind in a hockey mask and machetes yep. either off yep. his head or him in half yep. or something like that. Yep. So we're introducing that. a new reference and not reusing something. I think that would be oh, a great be edit. So good. And then oh, the kids are, of course, on started talking. I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> and that is, oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, Sam. So there's one solution. That'll be headcanon from now on. Every time you see that, nice. listeners, close your eyes and just think of what I described. Nice. For, so for me, I, I, I think they were doing a joke by having it twice, um, and I kind of like it being twice. Sorry, I guess it is kind of repetitive. I can see that, but I watched this like before I watched the Alien movies, uh -huh. so or like even knew about them uh, really, so I didn't really know the reference I just knew oh ha huh, it's a funny horror thing oh it's the same thing again I'm happy but rewatching it um honestly the fact that they just use the exact same audio for when Seuss comes out I used to think was really funny but it's the exact same audio as best I can tell mm. and so it's not very funny I do love it the first time when like he bursts out 
and then he just like falls to the floor. And I also over and love walks that. Off. I love that. Apparently, Waddles has no weight in this episode because also he he has no mass because he's just under his tank top. Like I don't know Wait. where he's just there. But also, there's a point uh, when when da- when um. Da- I was to say Dable. Dable's my new Dave? favorite character. When mm. Dipper, uh, oh my gosh, when <laughs> when Mabel when mm-hmm. when Mabel makes the really bad joke about his tail in the beginning, she just picks him up like, whoop. just like he's a mm. like he's a pillow, like hey, true. You know who else she seems? Just- you know who else seems not to have oh, mass and can balance with no mass. impact on Seuss and a light pole and skeeter across roofs like nothing? The summer wind trickster. Keep going. Keep going. <gasps> Waddles is the trickster confirmed. Or or is the trickster Waddles' imagination? Or is the trickster Gorny? <gasps> well, no, no, we it can't be. That. Gorny, Gorny has to come is back for trickster. Revenge. That's right. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Gorny, Gorny is trickster. Maybe this is a long con for uh, Summer Wind mm-hmm. Three, where Summer Waddles Wind three is oh. uh, the waddling, and that's when the trickster okay. drags Gorny and the gang to uh, yep. hell. And they have to fight okay. through the seven layers and seven elder demons. Very dark. Uh, nice. Very, very yep. odd. Guacamole. Ooh, lots of ghosts. Salsa which you, you would like, why are there ghosts in hell? Shouldn't there be people getting tortured? Turns out it's ghost hell. Man. And they're ghost demons. Oh, why did you just right? make a seven layer dip there, Joe? I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> the seven layer of hell dip. The, the seven the layer of hell Oh, no. I understand. The seventh, the seventh layer, yeah. layer is just yeah. Gorny. Whoa. I like it. And it turns out that he was the trickster all along. No, the, that's the big the reveal. Trickster, of the, the trickster the was trilogy. the friends we made along the way. I don't know what you're talking <gasps> about. Oh, that's nice. Wait, but it's I like oh that. Oh my a lot. gosh. Yeah. Okay, so um, can we hop back a little bit and talk about? Oh yeah, this this is one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, talk about the second layer. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. So that's when, that's the beans, right? Second, the refried second beans. Second layer. No, 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 no. Beans. <laughs> Who are you? Sour cream, guacamole, mm-hmm. salsa, mm. despair. Beans, okay. lettuce, gourmet. Despacito. Oh. Mm. Well then. Um, so generally at the beginning of the episode, we have a <laughs> reveal, a hint of what the end of the episode is. We had some of that. Mm-hmm. You guys mentioned it already with um, Seuss explaining the submarine trickster. And you thought it kind of came on heavy, like uh, way too much refried beans on a mm-hmm. nacho chip. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to do, that, do you I even would... know what seven layer dip is. I need to I need to interrupt. Do you even understand seven layer dip? Yes, I understand seven layer dip, but I was making a different reference. Like you just had a can of refried beans and you 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 (laughs) plopped it on top of your nachos. Hold on. Can you just, can you make a different reference besides that one? Because we have so many dip (laughs) references right now. I'm getting confused. (laughs) Okay. It it got laid on too thick in your opinion, like Like, peanut um, butter, too much much peanut butter Mm -hmm. in a PB and J sandwich. Mm, that's good. Okay. What if there's you, you, peanut butter in my seven layer dip? Then it's not it's a seven a layer bad dip. Seven layer. Um, <laughs> I would agree. No. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I noticed as well the very first image after the um, intro theme song reveals one of the plot points because prominent, really? probably taking up fifteen to twenty percent of the screen is a jack-o'-melon that's lit up and the jack-o'-melons being blown out mm. as being oh, the timer huh. for them to get the 500 cool. coins is one of the huge the uh, plot devices 500 coins 500 candies <laughs> is one of the huge <laughs> plot devo- devices and boom it is right there so i think mm. that's that's a 
excellent way that definitely not on too thick, um, but it's there for mm-hmm. a significant enough amount of time that you could notice it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned already how Seuss talking about the trickster and then giving them crap candy is like the, the, uh, a little too much. I don't know if you guys have like comparisons to bring into that or for, for me, I didn't really, Oh, I don't get that, that thick. I don't, I don't think it was too much. I just think it's Mm -hmm. like, he literally gave all of it away. You know what I mean? Like we talk Mm. about private titanic play was like, Oh, you need a blaster gun or whatever. Like he gave it all Mm -hmm. the way there. He gave it all. He literally gave it all away. (laughs) Oh, so Mm. here's the thing. I thought um, I meted myself out, so I confused myself in this because when um, Nabel is saying, like, we're going to eat this and have the biggest stomach aches ever, I thought mm-hmm. at the end, everyone ends up eating the Summerween monster. And, oh <laughs> and then they get the big stomach aches, and, like, that's the connection. I thought that was going to happen the first time I rewatched this because I didn't exactly remember the end. Oh my goodness, I want to see that episode now. Can we talk about the fact that it's garbage candy? It's not even like, uh, like if it was fresh sentient candy, okay, that sounds okay. But he's like a few years old garbage candy. Um, Actually, he's like 50 year old garbage candy. Yeah, Or at least like 40. Because it's back from when the inconveniencing murders happened. Well, not murders, the deaths. Well, there were murders after Uh, Can we talk about the fact, I wanted to point this out because I was pointing out before, and now we're talking about eating monsters. Okay, Uh, okay. Yep. What Seuss is holding when he bursts out of Mm -hmm, his chest is mm -hmm. the heart of the summer anatomically correct heart. Yep. Yep. It's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't get that the first few times. Yeah. Um, I'd like to note a cool connection that I saw um, Mm. when the trickster has kind of cornered the gang. Dipper pulls out from his jacket a bar of glorp candy and throws it at the trickster. And that's the name of the thing that he sends at the end of the episode. When we have uh, the gang at the mystery shack enjoying the only candy that is labeled like you can see the wrapper in two different shots of them with all the candy in the middle is glorp. I was really hoping you can go is Aww. sand pops and then they've been connected. <laughs> there may have been sand pops there, but there was multiple bars of glorp, and they were the only thing named okay. in two different scenes. Okay. So it's a, a little connection. It's a little weird. I don't really see the significance of it, other than this is something that we showed you before. Here it is again. Well, glorp is a person that strives to pursue created wants and achieve added value in paradigm shifting private sector jobs no i don't think so it i think refers, that's yeah I think, no i think that's dipper to oh, see. that's I actually the eighth level is of actually hell. after conquering the private sector of the eighth layer of hell Oh my, God, my oh fan my fiction gosh. is going to be amazing if you'd like to read it follow me <sighs> at deviantart backslash seven layer dip that's where i put he he um writes out all of his fan fiction uh personally it's actually adopted from dante's inferno 
Um, That's true. Adapted, sorry, not called, adopted. Um, no, I adopted Glor- Dante. Glorney's Inferno. <laughs> Dante and stole his Inferno. <laughs> He's my son. He says, so my Inferno now, Dante, go to your property. room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Dante's just screaming, I so want to go to the Crusades. Oh, here's like, the other thing. I actually... Joe knows <laughs> crusades. Uh, Joe noticed something's an animation. Crusades that are fun. No, you can't just say "ha ha crusades." <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just be "ha ah yeah the crusades." <laughs> Good time. No, you're not allowed. Oh boy, go to your room, uh, Gorney. Listen, wait, the children what ones if, was bad. Whoa, but. hold on, I got this. What if Gorney is actually Dante? And he had to go inside the trickster to get the keys mm. to Hades so he can get into the mm-hmm. seven-layer dip that we know as hell. Okay. I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, reasonable. So, Joe, you Think picked out some canonical. animation that you didn't like. I mm. picked out animation that I did like because I'm optimistic, Aww. not like you. Yeah. You, Literally I'm, the worst. I'm you, a bad, you have bad no summer ween spirit in you. I'm a poor um, So I'll see if I That's can pick true. these out from my notes because I think they're scattered. Um, but one is I loved when Mabel shakes Dipper after she says, you know what this means? Now you have to come trick-or-treating with us. And how stiff he Mm -hmm. is as a board. I really, Mm. that caught my eye all Mm. three times that I watched this through. I was like, I really like that. I really do. Um, In addition, I typing, typing up notes for this, I paused it right at the, it admittedly terrible and falling flat. Um, wow, what's his name? Reporter guy scene. Um, Toby, Toby determined. determined. I paused it right at everyone's reactions. And you know how in, in mm-hmm. some animation, when you have like quick movement like that, especially like surprise and shock and fear, um, mm-hmm. you have incredibly distorted uh, characters in order to give yep. that like quick movement. Um to a state of fear or whatever when i paused it like right at their reaction they weren't distorted they looked like normal people and i Mm. kind of liked that i was like oh Mm -hmm. this is absolutely coincidental that i paused it right here but Mm -hmm. this is this is good i like that they're keeping people normal and here's the third thing i i appreciate how they animated seuss's fatness Yes. Like he's he's not overdone. He's not. He's just just that's his body, and that's what it is. It's not yeah. exaggerated. It's not underplayed. It's just. I think they did a really good job. Yeah, I think that's right. Another place where they do really good, and it's kind of the same surprise um, reaction, sort of. It's oh, it's. Almost a oh my gosh, there's a lot of chair noise. Oh, um, almost fell over. Map's <laughs> <laughs> oh, optimism made me want to die, and I pushed my mm. chair to its limits to go. I want to oh go to seven gosh. layer dip with Gorney. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, no. oh. So, another place, and it's almost my it's kind of almost my favorite joke in a weird way. It's not really a joke, but it's just a subtle animation thing mm-hmm. that I noticed this time and didn't notice another time. And I'm frantically looking through my notes. There we <laughs> go. Okay. So it's with lazy Susan where, um, oh she's my gosh. like, it, Oh, is everyone costume? First of all, all the kids just saying happy summer. Just the way they cute. say it makes me cute. smile. And then, uh, but she's like, hey, okay, is everyone in, is everyone in costume? I'm lazy. Susan. That's not what she <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> she says, oh, chimney sweep. And 
<laughs> and, Elephant uh, Man. Grenda smi- and Grenda Smiles. Oh Elephant Man and Seuss Smiles. Squeegee and Candy is just like like her face just goes like what the, what what are you do- who what like just the way her face in complete contrast everyone else is just smiling yay I'm gonna get candy and like, Squeegee she's like what <laughs> you what did you call me oh my god I am no Squeegee <laughs> I'm no Squeegee I am Candy. Yeah. Um, um, so that was another subtle animation thing that they did well. I agree. You know what animation thing I didn't like? Mm-hmm. The stupid wheelbarrow falling into the hole in the ground. I hate. I hate everything about this scene. Everything. Every. Yeah. Single. Thing. Every five hundred pieces of candy that are now First in off, the polluted why river. Why is there an acidic hole? Just behind bushes in the <laughs> suburbs of Gravity Falls. I feel like mm. there is some kind of violation here. Also, I think it was just a stream, but it melted the candy immediately. So well, I don't it know, melt, man. but it was like green tinted and yeah, and it was coming out odorous. of it was literally. It's literally coming out of one pipe and going into another pipe two feet away from each other, like this. Is huh. Also, hmm. wheelbarrows make a lot of noise when they fall, they do. and you can feel them falling. Like if you were to push a wheelbarrow towards something that goes down the hill, you can feel it from the handles, so you can pull it back. He just like goes, <laughs> there's no noise, there's yeah. no nothing. It just, oh, it's very it's just, true. It's that right there. That's that's my skull in a, in a bowl in this episode. Okay. It's okay. completely mm-hmm. unreasonable. It makes no sense as to why it happens. Also, why does Dipper mm-hmm. just stand here? Seuss goes to get the truck. Uh, mm-hmm. The others go to get the last last piece of candy because they need one more piece. And he just stands here and goes, I'll just guard this wheelbarrow. It's a wheelbarrow. Take it with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's a good point. I don't think like, go a, with Zeus to a, the truck. It's such a weird scene. Just go with Zeus to the truck. Who cares? Like, it's such a weird scene. I don't know. It just it bothers me so nice. much. Mm. So there's some weird plot points in here. I do. So I do like a single forced plot point. Um the the fact that like when Dipper says, How about like can't we just buy the candy yeah. and get it over <laughs> with? And Mabel says, Wouldn't that take the fun out of trick or treat or die? And he says, I'm trying to take the die out of trick or So I actually I love that. was okay with that. I was also okay because it was ushering us in kind of like, I don't know, a DM in a role playing game yeah. who says, like, this is the game we're gonna be playing in. In order to have fun, we have to like suspend our disbelief just enough and accept these certain parameters. Um, and this is the way that we're going to have fun and tell a cool story. So I was okay with mm-hmm. that, and they did it with a joke. And so even though it was definitely forced, yeah. I liked it. But exactly like a DM in a role-playing game, he wants to get to the boss battle, they found a way out around the boss battle, and he forces <laughs> the boss battle to happen. It aggravates mm-hmm. me. Hmm. Yeah. So, like... Give me a hundred thousand gold. Oh, okay, we just go to work for a couple weeks. Okay, we have your gold. Oh, <laughs> we'll just do it and easily. It's, it's in a magical disappearing wheelbarrow. Oh, we go and try to collect it. Nope, the the pipe was acid. <laughs> it's all gone. You didn't hear the wheelbarrow fall fifteen feet into this ditch. Yeah, you failed your perception check. It was a, it was a DC thirty five. Yeah, it, it's also he's wearing a like skin tight peanut butter suit, and then a suddenly just has clothes <laughs> underneath it. Yeah. Like, dude, are you serious? Just, just the phrase skin, skin tight, tight peanut butter soup. Oh my, I don't know why 
That's how about how one more? Skin tight peanut butter soup. Oh, I don't like that you one. You don't like that one? Yeah, I go back to go back to the other one. Skin tight peanut butter soup. Oh. How about this one? I like that one. one. Skin tight peanut butter soup. No, 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 no. You you no. can't like space out mm. the peanut butter soup. You just you're gotta right, say right. skin tight. Just peanut butter soup. Just <laughs> sweat sealed peanut butter <laughs> incubator. I, that's a that's a good one too. So I think I think we've kind of touched on we've Lord. kind of just gotten to the <laughs> I, end. Yeah, listen, I don't know where of, we got to, but it's definitely one of the seven. One real of quick skin. note at the beginning that I forgot um, yeah. of showing the end before at, right at the beginning. Um, Seuss. This is really good. Um, okay. When he gives the junk candy, he picks out a pair of wax lips and eats them. He does. The wax lips, and which in this mm-hmm. scene we're talking about, um, the girls all run away after Mabel says, last one. Last one to the, to final, the final house, house is a pair, pair of wax, wax lips, lips, which is a junk candy. Not me. No. Yeah, which is a loser candy. And then, yeah. so at the beginning, it's revealed oh, to dang. us that... Seuss likes the loser candy because he eats the oh, wax yeah, lips. True. Oh, nice! Good I only caught that on like the very last. They were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. It's a Chekhov's gun. It's a Chekhov's wax lips. Chekhov's <laughs> wax <laughs> lips. Yeah, yeah. So you reveal the way that the monster is going to be defeated in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then you defeat it that way in the end. So okay. I th- one I more thing one. I loved about Seuss. He saves the day with his mm-hmm. truck again, like he did in that's Fight Fighters. Scene. He does. But he gets out of the truck it. and goes, wait, was that a normal person? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Seuss, that was the monster. Yeah, oh, yeah that was a good scene. He's like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> but no, it's good. I, I really like that because it it's definitely a deus ex machina, but it's at the right place in the story where the tension has risen so much, you need something to dissolve it just for a little bit because like he goes full monster form and grabs them yep. like about yeah, to like eat them and is cackling maniacally and then just dissolves it and lets you chill and you get a little bit of story and then like okay he reformed we're fighting again and he like the music plays to it the the whole pacing just it did they did a really good job yeah. even though they were using kind of a trope or almost a cop-out something that would be a cop-out in like any other show is used well well it's also very again '80s horror iconic. Uh, you hit the killer with a baseball bat. You hit him with your mm. car and run. Mm-hmm. You're not you yep. first first rule of like killers. You can't kill the killer. Mm-hmm. That's rule one. <laughs> yep. So smash him with your car. He's yep. going to come back. There is no destroying yep. like the villain. Um, there's setting the villain free, which they do in this, but they slow him down to a point where they can regroup and get into the next spot and get to the next scene. So mm-hmm. it forces the mm-hmm. plot. But it forces in a very good, smooth transition. Yeah, in a very healthy way. So, Gravity Falls, um, I I saw a really good post. I wish I'd remembered it so I could credit uh, the person who I read it on. (laughs) But Gravity Falls is, like, primarily a comedy. So, you should be laughing. Mm -hmm. Secondarily, it's a story. So, you should have good characters, and you should use them, and you should develop them. And then, tertiarily... I'm so it's, glad you used that very, word. I was waiting to see if you would say thirdly, you. but uh, yep, I approve. Yep. <laughs> um, there is a very dark lore that you should be revealing in your episodes. So in 
some epi- like episodes where you have all three is incredible. So for me, like harkening back to Headhunters, you have like good jokes. You have like really dark lore. There's wax figures who are coming to life and murdering people. Mm-hmm. And you kind of develop care. Okay, there wasn't so much character development, but it was a fun romp, and it was a good self-contained episode. Um, other ones, such as what's the one that we just watched? We just watched um, Double Dipper. Uh, Dipper. No, sorry, Double Little Dipper. Dipper. Thank you. No, Little Dipper. Little Dipper. So in Little Dipper, you have jokes that are funny. You have good character development of like everyone, which we talked about, which was done really well. And then you have also like tons of dark lore revealed, which is why that was such a good episode, because you hit all three. In this, you have dark lore and the dark lore part is done well. Then you have character development that's done Okay, I guess it's reused like character it's, development. It's reused character development. One thing I wrote, and I, and I didn't really want to get into, but this episode is just the river his manliness again. It's the same mm. character arc of "You're not a man. I'll show you. I want to be grown up. I don't want to do little kid things." It's it's mm. the same. It's just reused from the, older episodes. What about the B character development? I guess a, a better a better um a better episode to harken back to is the inconveniencing. It's the same, mm-hmm. same storyline. I want to be true. an older kid. I don't want to be a little kid. Oh, it's good yep. to be a little kid. The little kid is don't waste your time. But like, it's the same, yeah. same storyline. That's true. And that is a common trope throughout Gravity Falls. It's a story of someone growing up, yeah. which is cool, but you're right. It's, it's kind of just copy pasted. And thirdly, the comedy doesn't hit like, I don't know. The fact that my favorite joke is a subtle animation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. No, wait, no. I've been traumatized. That is my favorite (laughs) joke. Him raising his hands triumphantly and saying, I've been traumatized. But that is like a gold gem. And even just in that scene, it's it's not a great scene. And a whole bunch of (laughs) glorp. Yeah. Um, do you guys have favorite jokes? Yes. I guess we can move My to that. My favorite joke yep. is this episode. Hey. Wow. Wow. Favorite jokes. <laughs> You're really trying to get me down from that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like Okay, like my, my favorite joke is like a one-liner. It's uh, what's worse, getting eaten by a horrible monster mm. or going trick or treating? Mm. And Dipper goes, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> like that's my that's my favorite joke in this one, I oh, think." Oh boy. It always makes me chuckle because it's Dipper being a punk. Mm. Yeah, it's funny, but not to um, infringe on your own like comedy preferences. But I think that's a B tier joke. Oh no, it is. Like, and yeah. I'm okay with that. That's like that's why. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like the better joke, even the better jokes. Like I don't, I don't always chuckle at them. I chuckle at that though because yep. I think it's funny. Yep. yep. No, no, I'm just saying like um the fact that not that's to your say that you picked the wrong episode. one, but your joke no, no, sucks. No, 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 no. Oh my god. No, 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 I'm not talking about your picking. That was a funny joke, and I laughed as yeah. well. Or chuckled as well, but I'm just saying like that. That's the best joke in this episode. No, definitely not. Um, but it's it's one that oh. I liked a lot. It's my favorite. I think. Okay, you're not really getting the point. So we're just we're just getting. He's, really he's still, still point, trying though, to tear it down all, from an no, 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 no. A. Like all, I'm still trying all to tear the jokes down the I see are almost subpar. So it's like eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, that was his that's point. point. Asking. That's my that was yeah. my point. So I already agreed with you on that. Stop trying to make me agree with you twice. Fine. Okay. Okay. So my favorite was back to the skull scene that admittedly was mm-hmm. a bit a bit much for a plot point um but when sue says it's been a real stressful day guys i need some levity <laughs> the fact that he uses that word 
is so that's fair so seuss like using this this high level term in an absolutely crazy situation yeah the next line he says though is Ah, the voice of a generation. Yes, those were two hits. I actually might have picked that one. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I I really understand where Joe is coming from because those were two super good lines that are Mm -hmm. sandwiched with some like blorch. I'm I'm just gonna keep Mm -hmm. using that reference. There are are lines that would have been throwaways in any other episode. They wouldn't have been like Mm. pivotal jokes. Now. Now, props to Gravity Falls, and this is why it's a good show. Another reason why it's a good show is that, like, even in this not the best episode, the jokes aren't cutaway jokes yeah. that are just haha chuckle jokes. They're still in the yeah. plot. So, like, they're in a bad plot, sure, <laughs> but they're still in the plot. You're not cutting away and ruining the story to make the joke or ruining yeah. the joke by making the story. So, props to you, Gravity Falls. I think that kind of just wraps up. I guess final tally on the score, I think for me it's a C plus mm. because I don't want to show this to other people to represent Gravity Falls, but I do enjoy watching the episode. It's a B from me because mm-hmm. I don't think it's a pivotal episode you need to watch, but I think when you're doing your first watch though, you should definitely watch it. And the only reason okay. I say that is because the trickster is one of the best villains in the show. That's uh, true. You get the trickster. Okay, like, maybe maybe B. jokes jokes aside, yeah, jokes B. aside, mm-hmm. like garbage animation sign. You get the trickster. You get one of the yeah. best characters. Like Gravity Falls is pumped out. So that's like that's why I think, I think right. it's a B. If the trickster was like corny, if he wasn't as cool mm-hmm. as I think he is, it'd be a C. Yeah. So I think B for me as oh well. Oh my it's gosh! Like, it's like you can't change right like this. Above a B minus. I'm sorry. Well, you see, yeah. Okay, yeah. call it B minus because I'm gonna go ahead and call it a B plus. Okay, mine. I'm gonna be minus. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, we so yeah, it. I think Wait, you can. We're all, we're all we, in the same grade. We broke him. You can miss. You can miss this episode. <laughs> it's it's not a, mm-hmm. a crazy one. That's like a oh, you seen Gravity Falls? You need to see this. Um. However, I really liked the ending, save for the pure evil line. Um, I mm-hmm. super in, liked the the closure of having the whole gang together. Mm-hmm. Like that's almost that's the true. essential part of what Gravity Falls is about. Mm. Um, and the ending that you want to come back to every time is being safe, being together, and being loved. Wow, I am sappy. Can I? That's good. Can I change my joke? Okay. So my joke is definitely <laughs> Seuss at the end going, <gasps> I ate a man today. <gasps> I ate a man alive today. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Also, let's be real. Let's be real. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just okay. slide mm-hmm. this one mm-hmm. across your desk right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, face down, face down. Mm-hmm. Slide it across your desk. I want you to take a look at it. Okay, you looking mm-hmm. at it? Okay, I'm it. glancing at it. Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's- yeah, it says, it says on it, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it for the viewers mm-hmm. at home so they mm-hmm. know. Post credit mm-hmm. scenes, waddles, <laughs> memes, mm-hmm. best post credit mm-hmm. scene in the entire show. Mm-hmm. So this yes. got me into meme history, which I was researching just before we talked about it. The Doge meme came to prominence in 2012 when this episode oh. was being removed. So oh. like m- much surprise, very promotion. It's that misspelled. a mix of Doge and Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's so good. It came out at the same exact time. These memes both got like their hugeness. <gasps> Oh, that's so good. This is meme history 101, yeah. boys. Also, the nice. uh, the and cipher. Anybody have that? Because I have it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I forgot yeah. to mention, yeah. Well, you go ahead. Uh, okay, so this, the cipher at the very end of the episode says, brought to you by homework. The candy. Yep. Yep. 
Because that was one of the yeah, candies yeah. in the bowl. Along with gelatin product, count discount, uh, Mr. Adequate Bar, coming to Jerry. <laughs> Mr. Adequate sample, Gelatin uh, product. Sand pop. Gelatin yep. product. Oh, did I, I said that wrong. Um, nonetheless, we've been traumatized. How about you? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tad Strange, the Gravity Falls podcast. Um, we'll be back next week with, oh my gosh, I knew the episode. Oh, and it's now the I Endless Hole it. episode. Is it? Yeah, the it's big the worst episode, episode is it, in Gravity Falls is history. It really the oh, wow. Well, that sure makes him want to tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea. Well, if you want to hear us rip it apart as much as we did if this you... episode, I'm actually kind of excited for the next yeah. one. Anyways, um, but nonetheless, we'll be here, will you? Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tad Strange Podcast. Go ahead and shoot us an email at uh, tadstrangepodcast at gmail.com if you want to give us any information, any feedback, any ideas for future awesomeness. And as always, I'm Joe. And that's it. No. Thank you for listening. Oh, to no, wait, I actually like saltwater taffy. I'm seven layer dip. <laughs> <laughs>